Hello and welcome back to Control-Alt-Delete. This is episode 52. So today's guest is Estée Lalonde. She is a blogger and author and the founder of a very successful YouTube channel with over a million subscribers. I really enjoy watching Estée's channel. Um, I like her series Fem Talk, where she discusses lots of things from periods to anxiety to how to stand up for yourself. But I also follow her for her beauty expertise and um, she loves a good face mask and so do I. Estée has worked with a huge range of brands from Burberry to to the body shop to being a ambassador for adidas she recently won the uk's best beauty reviewer award at the InStyle awards and was nominated last year for a glamour award earlier this year i interviewed Estée at waterstones as part of her launch around her book which is called bloom navigating life and style it was really cool to interview her in front of a live audience in the basement of a bookshop and also our books are both published by the same publisher which is ebury so that was really nice as well. Bloom is a beautiful book. It covers everything from moving to a new country, dealing with stress, how to run your own business. She talks about the other women in her life that she finds really inspiring. And in general, it's a book about learning to be yourself online and offline. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I went around to Estée's house. We sat on the floor and we had a chat. I hope you enjoy this episode. And here it is. Okay, so I'm in Estée Lalonde's house. Yeah! This is amazing. I'm glad we got to do it here. Thanks. I'm so excited. We've been meaning to do this for about a million and one years. Yeah, and it's finally, the day is here. Yes, the day is here. And I'm feeling so festive. Very a nice festive. cup of tea. Yes. I wish I had like a mince pie to give you or something like that, but nothing. I think it's good that we're going in slowly to the, the food coma that is about to happen Speak in a for few yourself. weeks' time. I'm like, I was going to say balls deep, but I'm balls deep already, basically. <laughs> you're the perfect guest. Your YouTube channel brings me so much joy. And you're going to do Vlogmas. Yes, I'm doing Vlogmas, which uh, I'm going to try to do every day. I, I never really fully commit to every single day because that's not good for anybody's mental health. Like, <laughs> to, I just find it so difficult. Like, sometimes I need a day to just not think about that. Yes. That so, must be hard, because you, have you ever done daily vlogs? Never no. really. We did a trip across um, Scandinavia, and we called it the Nordic Vlogs, and we basically vlogged every day for like two and a half weeks. Whoa. And I found it very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it must be, because there's no break. There's no break, and I, I just, I am kind of like trying to live in the moment a little bit more, so I find sometimes vlogging can kind of take away from that personally, but when I edit it, I love it. Like, yeah. I'm so happy to have it. Yeah. And I love sharing it with like my family, obviously in Canada and stuff like that. But and you can look back in like yeah. a year's time and be like, oh, we did that thing. Yeah. That's the one thing that makes me want to do it. But obviously, I would never do it because I have like one subscriber. Oh, stop! <laughs> stop. We all started with one subscriber. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's start from mm. the beginning. Because obviously, on this podcast, I like to just give a little like recap. I, recap, and also it's it's careersy, but it's everyone has pretty much got an online career which is the theme, I guess. But I got to interview at Waterstones for your book, which was so fun. I loved that night. Yes, it was so a great night. This is almost going to be like the podcast episode for people that didn't come Perfect. or couldn't come to that. Yes. So, so I obviously know everything about you. <laughs> but how did it all begin? 
It all began, and I'm going to just really zoom through this. Mm -hmm. It began when I was 19 years old. I fell in love on the internet with my now boyfriend, Aslan. We had a little romance. He flew to Canada. We met in the airport. We made out. Then we went on a two-month road trip across America, which was lovely. Um, Best summer of my entire life. And then two weeks later, I moved to England, and that was about seven years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of insane. So anyway, when I moved to England, I was really lonely, and that was really like the time when I was battling a lot with loneliness and depression and things like that. I didn't really know what I was meant to be doing. So I somehow discovered blogs and I started a blog and then a YouTube channel and the rest is history. Do you find it weird that back then when you started YouTube and blogging, because I guess I started my blog around six years ago, it was really, everyone was like, what are you doing? And I would never share it to Facebook. I'd be so, I'd be almost embarrassed at my geeky little thing. Now everyone is kind of dabbling. Yeah, I was so embarrassed in the beginning. I was so nervous to tell my mom. I was humiliated when people found out. In fact, I had a lot of like my school friends make fun of me for starting a, like a blog and a YouTube channel. Like they thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. But look who's laughing now. Well, that was it. No, but you have to battle through that judgment, I guess. Yeah, it was so hard at the time, but it's really true. Like, people now, it's it's cool to have a blog. It's come back round. Yeah, it's, I know. It's interesting. I'm glad we battled through it. I'm, Otherwise, yeah. what else would we be doing? <laughs> Literally. No idea. Well, running your own business, essentially, That's I guess that's what it is. There's so many different income streams and, like, things. It seems like you love working at home and you love working for yourself. Yes, I absolutely love it. I've always wanted to work for myself. Um, my stepmom actually had her own business and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever that someone could just be their own boss. I thought it was insane and awesome. So I'm really happy to be able to do it. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of a misconception about YouTubers and bloggers. like that all we do is just make the videos or post the pictures, but there's so many other sides of it. like. It's one aspect of my job to make videos, yeah. but it's not the whole job. And I think that that part maybe people don't see. Mm. So I can totally understand why someone's like, what do you mean you didn't have time to put up a video this week? Like I get why an audience would think that, but they don't see all the other like side, like the other income streams, which is basically what it is. Yes, exactly yeah. that. And also the fact that you could be so busy all day that even vlogging could be difficult. Yes. And they're seeing a vlog, which is just like, the bits that you choose to share. And it's usually the bits like, and now I'm going to do a face mask, and now I'm going to feed my dog, and now I'm going to have dinner, and they see the fun parts, so like, they just assume that your life is so easy. Yeah. Which, to be honest, like, compared to a lot of people, it is, because it's the funnest job ever. Yeah, it's friggin' 24-7. Yes. Um, but I do love your... I don't know how I'm feeling about the term girl boss, mm -hmm. but I still use it, because yes. I feel like it does sum up We discussed that. Doesn't it? Yeah. It sums up. And I do... You fall into that category for me. Oh, that's awesome. Because if I was to collaborate with you in any way, say I was, like, a business or a brand or whatever, I would just want to, like, make sure... I wouldn't want to mess you around, basically. Well, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. Thanks a lot, but I feel like a lot of businesses don't feel like that. They are ready <laughs> to rumble with me. Really? And it's, like, always a constant battle of me being, like, I want to be nice to you because you're paying me, but at the same time, like, I'm going to get my way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good that you've got a vision. Like, I mean, we should talk about Bloom. Yes. Because that is, well, a current project for you. Like, it's it only is. just come out. It's a current project, even though it's 
done. Like the book is obviously out, it's done, but it's not done. It's the ongoing promotion and the talking about it. And, you know, I think for me, when I did the book, I kind of assumed, okay, I would do a book. And then a couple months later, that would be it. But actually, some people still haven't even read the book or bought the book who want the book. Yeah. And I didn't realize that it would carry on, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just because normally I just put a video up. It's over. Mm -hmm. This is not over. No. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm learning that as well because I didn't realize that a book comes out and then it kind of has like little lifespans. Yes. So it, in like I don't know March 2017, it could have like a little lift or right. like another wave. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I had no idea that that could happen, and it's really great actually the book because it's kind of opening. You know, it's kind of making my audience a little bit more broad because lots of people who obviously have never seen my channel maybe will see the book and it's really it's really cool yeah and it's out in different countries which yes. must be crazy it is because mine's only out in the uk so i don't know what that would be like to have to organize the different yes. events in different places it's, it's crazy. kind of nuts but it was cool to go back to canada and do an event there yeah. in my hometown especially because so many people came and like my whole family was there oh my like God. my grandma was there all my cousins my like it was a huge family affair that's awesome i saw actually i saw some photos it looked quite emotional it kind of was because it was actually at a bookstore that was across from my high school and i used to be kind of a i was always really like good at school grades wise but i would skip school a lot like i actually had issues skipping school i never went it was i used to skip school and go to that bookstore basically and there was a starbucks in there and it was just crazy to be back there obviously a little more successful at the same bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. That's so. gonna bring back memories. Definitely. I'm super proud of it. I love the book. I want everyone to go out and buy Bloom right now. But at the same time, like, I've kind of moved on creatively. So I've finished the book, really. So I'm trying to think of my next, like, 2017 project. So I'm kind of getting excited about those. I think that's the sign of any sort of ambition, isn't it? Yeah. Because, like, when you get to a point where you're like, I'm so happy with this thing that I've done, but why am I now, like, getting restless about the next thing? Definitely. You should just sort of relax and be like let's just roll with this for a while everyone tells me that to relax but I think that's so true that's the sign of somebody who is really ambitious and wants to get stuff done and I just but I think it's a bad quality as well because I can never just like relish in the happiness mm. does, that, does that make sense did that no, phrase make sense no it really does I, I I know a lot of people like that actually I kind of think I wish I was more like that yeah. like, I could just kind of be like right I'm gonna pause just soak all this up but um, do you work with, do you have a team of any kind? I have an assistant. She is absolutely lovely. Her name is Sophie and she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I think like having a team of, well, I don't know if it's a team, a two person team, but anyway, it we have so much fun. Like she brings me joy. Okay. And I think that's the biggest difference I've noticed for the past couple of months, like working with people who you are on the same wavelength as them. It is so fun. It makes the job so much more fun. And then obviously I'm managed by Storm, who is awesome as well. I have a meeting with them later today and they're kind of like my extended family in a way mm -hmm. who just kind of help guide me through this world. Um, and then of course my boyfriend Aslan, he doesn't actually technically work with me, he's resigned, <laughs> which he's gonna get so mad at me for saying, but I think he's just sick of filming my videos after six and a half years or yeah. however long. But he always helps me with all the decisions I make. Like we talk about everything all the time. And that's he's so a genius, so I'm happy to have him as well. But. Well, that's it because if you don't work in an office, how, how do you 
I find, how do I know I'm even doing a good job? Yeah. Because where does my feedback come from? Yeah. But now that I've got, like, yeah, people, some people around me that can bounce ideas off, it's like, oh, I'm, like, I'm going in the right direction. Definitely. And they keep or, you grounded. Or, oh, that's a shit idea. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. Because I have shit ideas a lot. More than you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I do. I really like your channel, though. I guess I'm, we're, like, similar age. So I wondered, who else do you follow on YouTube? And do you watch YouTube? I do watch YouTube because it is my job to watch YouTube. Like, it's kind of weird because in the beginning I watched it as my hobby because it was my hobby, but now, I don't know, I feel like my whole life is YouTube, so sometimes watching YouTube doesn't relax me anymore. Mm, that's interesting, yeah. Um, but I love Arden Rose. Mm, do you follow her? I, yeah, and I loved your video that you did together. Yeah. It was something about de-stressing. Yes. I because, love that. Yes. She, that really spoke to me. Yeah, I'm a big, like, me time person because I am a very tightly wound human. Mm. And I think people often think I'm super carefree, but I am the most neurotic person in the entire world. And I hold on to stress insanely. Like, do you want to know something gross that I told myself I was not going to share on this podcast? Sure. And we're sitting really close <laughs> together, so you might be repulsed. But I was so stressed out two months ago that all my toenails fell off. At first I was like, are my shoes too small? Like this, that, and the other thing. And I saw the doctor and he was like, it's definitely stress. No and way. I think it's like, sometimes I think I can handle so many things, but your body is going to eventually say, no, you can't because your toenails are gone now. Well, if we're going to share like gross things, <laughs> I feel not. like I should as well. But I, I had so much anxiety around nighttime because mm -hmm. I'm actually fine in the day, which yeah. is weird. I'm like, da, da, da. Get, I get into bed and like all of these thoughts are like, the anxiety comes in. It's called like nocturnal anxiety or something. And I would literally have to go to the loo like 10 times a night because, and I didn't need the loo. I was just getting up and like, or I'd have to like sit and make lists or I'd have to like just do stuff at nighttime. I'm fine now. Had like Good. the doctors thought you out, but they were like all anxiety and stress. And the other thing I've really realized since talking about it more is that so many people have these things. Like yeah. I would not have known that about you. You no, know what I mean? No. I think people just assume everybody has their shit together all the time. Oh my God, of course. But no. But also it's interesting that those side effects, like the nighttime thing, it can it can go. Yeah. Because it is connected to your mind. Right. So it's not like a body issue, it's exactly. just like a mind issue. It is, yeah. But also I love that Arden Rose shared, is that related to stress when her, when she would like pick up yes. her eyebrows? So I think Arden has OCD, which mm -hmm. I think is part of that. But correct me and if I'm wrong, She's done a video Arden. on it actually. Yeah. So. And Arden is really open and I love that about her. If she's listening, hey girl. I think she's fucking cool. Uh, there's such a cool group on YouTube now where I just feel that the audiences are in their 20s or 30s. Yeah. And it's not necessarily, like you don't have to play things down for a younger audience. That's what I love about Arden. Mm. She doesn't play it down. Cause you've just <laughs> been in LA, right? Yes. And what was that for like a work thing? That was for a work thing, yeah. Yeah, cause she, I follow her on Instagram stories and I was in LA when you were in LA yes. actually, but- um, we crossed over. Yeah, I was like, um, Estee's posting palm trees too. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Um, but I follow um, Arden's Instagram stories and it makes me want to move to LA. Oh, I want to move there every day of my life. Yeah. If Reggie, my dog, could get on an airplane, I would I would move there tomorrow. He would be way too scared. Aww, yeah. He's but, so soft. I'm so happy I got so straight soft. Hand. But um, Anyway, I just want to say this as well. Not that I'm taking over, but no, I always no, do this. It. 2017 is my year of passion projects and enjoying things and filling up my soul. How oh, about you? Well, that was going to be one of my questions oh. because... Well, we're in December and you just think, oh, next year. Um, so next year, so I feel that 2016 was, was a good year for the book and the podcast, etc. Next year is like, I'm going to go to the gym more. Right, we were discussing we this. Were just, so fitness in the sense of not, I want to lose weight or not, I want to like 
look different, Mm -hmm. but fitness in the sense of it will benefit me in the long run. Yes, so this is right like my personal best video. I don't know if you've seen that, you should check it out. No, I have seen that. Yeah, Yeah. so it's the same sort of thing for me. I'm just feeling like it's not a losing weight thing, although I wouldn't mind a little bit, you know? But yeah, it's more of like a healthy thing. Yeah. Well, we can go together because I feel like that would be funny. I would really like that (laughs) because I, yeah, I don't... Basically, I had a personal training session a, a while ago to try out things and write about them, and one of them was this session and I honestly came home feeling like shit because I I couldn't do this simple things that they were asking me to do it's this guy he's like really good looking really muscly and I was like you you you're really judging me he can't help it he's like he was like surprised that I couldn't do like one sit-up yeah I can't (laughs) do one sit-up I just couldn't I definitely can't do a push-up but I would love to just feel a little stronger in my own body yeah I think that if you do it kind of helps with everything yes i think it's a knock-on effect and um aslan my boyfriend is really obsessed with the gym like he goes all the time and he said my issue is i don't look at going to the gym as like me time Mm. and he looks at going to the gym as like something he does for himself i look at it as something i have to do right right so we're trying to switch that yes trying no because i think the same when i'm in the gym i'm thinking oh friggin' hate this and I'm doing it for society. Exactly. Whereas if I went and like had some podcasts on my phone and thought I'm gonna have some me time. Yeah. Because really like high power successful women go to the gym a lot I think to get away from the office. I've noticed this. I have noticed this. All of my old bosses have like slipped off at lunchtime to go to the gym. Oh could you imagine slipping (laughs) off at lunchtime? No that's where I'm like going to the cafe to get chips and an omelette. Exactly. (laughs) I love food. But we can do it. I feel yeah. I feel like it's taken me a year to just even wrap my brain about potentially going to the gym and enjoying mm. it. But I, I love that you just said that about 2017. I think everybody I know is just very overworked and not putting themselves as number one, mm. even though that's all everybody preaches. I just think it's hard to actually practice that. But isn't it nice that that's becoming trendy? Yes. Because do you remember, even a few years ago, being busy was a sign of... Success. Yeah. It was like, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't fit you in. I'm too busy. Definitely. And I think... You know, it's so true. That's not cool, really, to be working all the time and whatever, because it's just so draining mentally. And I'm trying to get a lot better at that, actually. We're just, like, realizing things, like mm. Kylie Jenner. Oh, my God. It's like the year of realizing. Clear. Yeah, she was, she, was, she was right about a lot of things. <laughs> she was. She said a lot <laughs> yeah. in that little clip. She really did. <laughs> but no, your book as well, I like the bits about self-care. I know that word is thrown around a lot, but, mm. but genuinely the idea that beauty and a face mask and even just moisturizing all these things that seem frivolous to the outside are like actual things for the soul definitely and i think with like when people talk about meditation there's so many different forms of meditation like i personally cannot just sit in a room and meditate but i do get some sort of meditation vibes when i'm doing my skincare which it does sound so stupid to a lot of people but i don't care that's my thing yeah. I get joy from that. It's so much more than makeup. Definitely. And um, actually, when my grandpa passed away, which was a few months ago now, my grandma, all she wanted to do was paint her nails. And she never paints her nails. And so I painted her nails. And I don't know. I just think that says a lot. It does. Yeah. It's really nice. Now we're talking about kind of like 2017 stuff. Do you find that the industry is like at a really kind of bizarre point at the moment where YouTube feels like more competitive than ever? Yes. Is there stuff that... I know that we've said that we want to chill out a bit next year, but is there anything else that you are for doing? 
Well, YouTube is it's such a weird place at the moment, I think. And I think it's a lot because so many of us have been doing it for so long. We're all getting a little stir crazy. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. It's like such a taboo to say that. But I see a lot of tweets from a lot of people that I follow saying just stuff like, um, yeah, I'm feeling a bit shitty about my channel. Yeah. No one else thinks that. I think it's just the, the person who's creating yeah. it. Is for me, I just feel like there's nothing to lose at this point anymore. Like, I feel like I've done what I can do and now I'm just trying to be myself even more, you know, or figure out who that person even is. Um, but in 2017, I don't know what I want to do. I really want to do a podcast. Yes. I know I'm on a podcast right now, but I really want to do a podcast, but I'm just trying to figure out what that looks like. That would be awesome. I think a lot of people just kind of evolve and I just don't see a world where I'm gonna be only making YouTube videos when I'm 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also it's, YouTube is still a relatable platform, I feel. Cause um, I was seeing some stuff on Twitter the other day about how people were saying that like they can't relate to their some some luxury bloggers anymore because yeah, they, they, they started off with a Primark handbag and now they've got like a Gucci handbag. But I feel that on YouTube, it doesn't really matter what's going on. I still feel that I'm that I'm having a connection with someone because they're talking to me. Yeah, I do see both sides because I come from a very normal family, you know? My dad works in a factory, my mom's worked in the same office for 25 years, and we're very normal. I totally get that my family or someone that I grew up with can't afford to just pop to the Maldives with their 45 handbags. I get that. And their expensive camera. And their expensive camera and photograph the whole thing looking sexual all the time. I totally get that side of it. It's Honestly, it's not even relatable to me. You know? Like, yeah. well, that, that's actually true because whenever I've gone on any one-off press trips, I'm like, oh my god, how did I get here? <laughs> how did I get here? Yeah. Um, so I totally get that side of it. But at the same time, if that's how that person has evolved, then that's still relatable to the people who still find it relatable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a it's a tricky thing. But at the same time, like, what is relatable even? Like, I don't think it would be relatable for me, who people know I'm more successful than I was six years ago, to still be doing a Primark haul. I don't think that's relatable because I think it's fake. Mm, but yeah, I do true. still shop at Primark occasionally, but I just don't think it's right to just only do the videos you did six years ago. Yeah. Well, that kind of, I guess, sums up that in order for you to be happy doing what you do, you have to do what interests you. Exactly. Because, yeah, I can't imagine anything worse, especially for me as well, even with my writing, to be like, oh, I'll do this because other people will like it. Exactly. It would be like soul destroying. It is soul destroying. Like if I have to do a list of like 10 cats. I don't even like cats. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where that, that disconnect comes from because I think, you know, doing stuff that you don't even really want to do, that's not good, right? But yeah. I think it's totally, personally, I mean, I still shop at Topshop. I shop at Primark sometimes. I shop at ASOS all the time. And then I might have a nice handbag. Like yeah. I totally open about that, but I get that it's not you know, always relatable to everybody. And I've said this so many times, like, this is not normal. It is not normal to be 26 years old and be able to do that. I'm fully aware of that. I'm in a really fortunate position. But it's nice to have a balance because I, I find that, you know, I will want to buy a, a Topshop jumper, for example, and then sometimes you want to look at an aspirational purchase. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm going to bookmark that and then maybe for Christmas or like, maybe I could save up for it. Definitely. I like to have a balance, definitely, in my in my feed. Yeah, definitely. And I think as well for a lot of us, like, we're genuinely interested in fashion and makeup and stuff. So we, it's our life. Like, we research it. So when I see, like, a blazer from Isabel Morant and I'm like, oh my God, that is the best thing I've ever seen. Like, I just 
want it so bad. Like, it's not mm. a frivolous purchase. Like, it's something I think about. It's something I look at. I look at the fabric. I look at the cut. I try to find stuff from other brands. And if I can't, I'm like, I need that thing. Yes. Like, it's where I get a lot of, like, my fun pleasure from. Fun pleasure. <laughs> maybe a wrong choice of words. But I really enjoy it. Whereas, like, maybe a guy is really into a car. So he might save up for that car. Mm. I just, like, clothes makeup. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Do you get your inspiration from other people on social media? Or do you mainly just go via, like, straight-up brand websites? I love a brand's website, personally, because I love, like, going on a site and seeing how the brand styles it. Mm. I love that. But honestly, like, I'm at a point now where I kind of know what I like to wear. Yeah. You know? I don't really look... I, I sometimes, like, obviously see somebody on Instagram, I'm like, oh, that looks good. Yes. I'm actually mainly a shopper from Instagram now. Are you? Like, when people tag... And then I go and buy it. Because I've just seen it on a real person. Yeah. I just think, I feel like it's the death of the celebrity. Yeah. And it's the rise of the, like, normal, everyday kind of person mm. who can style it. But but your style is, like, I don't even know how you'd describe your style. I don't I don't know what my style is. Your style... Every day it's different. Is different patterns together and colours and cool hair. And I just think, like, you don't know what to expect. That's your style. Yeah, it is very eclectic. I like to be the person on the tube who's like, everyone's like, oh, she's wearing a bright outfit. I love it. When I saw that picture of you in LA, I think you're wearing like a leopard coat and some other stuff. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's somebody who just knows what they like. I love it. I, I think, think it's awesome. I'm a peacock. You're a peacock. I don't know. I like so it. you kind of get off on that a little bit when yeah. someone's like, oh, that's yeah. a bit. It's how you are your badass on the outside. That's cool. That's really cool. But I was thinking, you know, um, the whole rebrand thing, and, and I, I just got rid of my blog name, and I'm just me now, because mm-hmm. I feel it's, you know, like that Hotmail email when you yes. you upgrade it to your name. But you did that years ago. Mm-hmm. You got rid of, well, because I knew when you yeah. were Essie Button. I was probably one of the first people to rebrand, and yeah. it was horrendous when it happened because people freaked out. Really? Yeah. I think I lost like 30 or 40,000 subscribers when I did it. No way. Yeah. Because I think people were just, to me, I just did the same thing Louise did where it was like, I'm just going to be me now. But it didn't, I think to a lot of people it didn't seem like that because I maybe was the first person to do it. I don't know. It's like with um, uh, Viviana does makeup and Anna edit, you know, just streamlining it. Exactly. So I think it's a lot more acceptable now to do it, but um, at the time it was kind of like a big shocker and, but I'm really glad I did it. Yeah, God, yeah. yeah. And and good that you did it then, really. Totally. I love it. I'm so happy and I feel a lot more, you know, just comfortable in my skin on the internet, my internet skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 really fun to watch people evolve. Really, yes, into... evolving and blooming. Yes, like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah, I was in Oxford two days ago for a book club and your book was um, In the Window. Oh! And it was really weird because I was like outside of London. I was like, that's first day's book. But it's so beautiful. It really stands out. Thanks. Where can people purchase it? So they can purchase it at pretty much any bookstore, I think, I hope, um, and on Amazon and on all of the normal places where you can buy books. Um, if you do not live in the UK or Canada or America or any of those places, you can always buy my book on the Book Depository, which is a great oh, site. Yeah. They ship worldwide and it's free. That's cool. And is it all copies in hardback still? 
on the book depository site it's all hardcovers so if you live in america and want the hardcover you can get it there um but in north america it's a soft cover cool yes oh well it's so exciting it's gone really quickly since um you launched it yeah i remember your book launched like just so vividly i know i said to someone like god my book's been out for like a year already and i was like no it's actually so what i think october november three months it's been out god where is this year going i know so. Um, well, congratulations again. Thank it's a you. lovely, lovely book. Thank also, you. a very good gift for Christmas. Yes. Great point. <laughs> it is a really nice gifty book. Thank you. Because even though it's obviously way, way, way more than a coffee table book, it is still beautiful enough to. Thank you. I fought table. for that texture on the cover. Yeah. I fought hard. Also, go to Estee's website to see the outtakes of some of the photos. Yeah, so my friend George and my other friend Ollie took loads of pictures for the book, and I put all the outtakes on my blog. Yeah, I love them. They're all. so nice. Oh, good. That would have been really hard to choose. It one. was, yeah. George yeah. is a legend. But it's nice to have um, variety to yes. choose from. I actually stalked George's Instagram after that. Yeah. And yeah, wow. He is talented. Lovely. He is amazing. Go follow George. He has a YouTube channel, Negative Feedback. Woo-woo. Have you watched that? No, I haven't watched Check that. It out. It's really good. Come it's on. like my favorite channel on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm subscribing okay. after this. <laughs> cool. Thanks, love. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in every week to my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, If you have any feedback, tweet me at Emma Gannon. I'd love to hear what you think. And also, if you have two minutes, I'd love you to leave a rating or a review on iTunes. That would be amazing. Thanks again and see you next week.